world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us JD and Alex. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battle. We're here to create all new Pokémon. And a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we talked about the routes in the southern part of Olsea, which we based loosely on... Various national parks. Most of which are in California. <laughs> we may have slightly goofed and accidentally forgot that Yellowstone and Yosemite are different parks. I did a big goof. I did a little goof. You have an excuse. I did a big goof. <laughs> Alex has been to one I of them. I have been to Yellowstone and I was like, yeah, I've been to Yosemite. No, I haven't been to Yosemite. <laughs> I've been to Yellowstone. But it's fine. It's fictitious. It's just little bits and pieces. It's it can fine. be both of them. It's fine. Why not get some of that represented? We also made three frog Pokemon based on tree frogs and Wallace's flying frog, which I love. It's, uh, it's, it's very good. It's a grassy frog. And we are changing the names of two of the stages because after the fact, we were like, actually, we like these names better. We overthought them and we've come up with simpler and better names, frankly. <laughs> so Chlorofrog, the middle stage, is now Ribud. Which evolves into Leaf Frog. Instead of Arborog. Arborog. Today, we're taking a break from the town map for a change, finally. <laughs> and we're going back to consider the admins of Team Astro and the Astrolite Circus. So we're going over to the Fame Checker. Because it has been a while yes. since we have talked about the Astrolite Circus. The Astrolite Circus are our primary villain team. Well, Team Astro sorry, are the villains. Sorry. The Astrolite Circus is their slightly nicer front. The circus that travels across Olsea, that performs various shows, and also their sideshow attractions are like Pokemon contests or the Pokestar Studios, where you get to go and do sort of a side mini game. A variety of things. And yeah. then it will pop up in various locations, and each one will be a little bit different. But that's just the front for Team Astro! Team Astro is the villain team using the Astrolite Circus as their primary means of getting around and doing stuff. Yeah. But Team Astro are the bad guys. What do they want? They want fame and fortune. They want cold hard cash, baby. And they want it at the expense of Pokemon. Oh, they don't care who they hurt. No. They'll hurt anyone. They will exploit and abuse anything and everyone. They'll punch your grandma for a dollar. <gasps> Sandra! <laughs> Literally. The <laughs> first encounter we talked about having with Team Astro was that they're trying to buy <laughs> the first gym. Oh, but your grandma's feisty and she's yeah. not going to let them. Well, so are Nick and his family if you're yeah. playing Pokemon South. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So yeah, you meet them on a few occasions throughout the game. They are trying to buy up small businesses to turn them into fast cash. Yeah, they want to be the dominant force in entertainment in Olsea. They don't want any competition and the gyms provide entertainment. Yeah, so they're trying to overtake that whole system. Yeah. And they have a series of admins, mm. which we briefly discussed, and we had talked about each admin sort of having a different circus theme, and then we said we would come back to that later yeah. and talk about those more in depth, and that's what we're doing today! Yeah! Although, before we get to the admins, we should probably start with their leader. <gasps> we haven't talked about their leader, have no, we? No, we haven't really talked about their leader in depth. Did we give depth. them a name? I don't believe we did. We're gonna get to do that now. Oh! The <laughs> ringleader! Yeah! Naturally, the leader of the Ashlight Circus and the leader of Team Astro is the circus ringleader. I think we briefly talked about this character's appearance compared to all the others. Yeah, with the top hat. The classic the, look. The mustache. The big curly mustache. Yeah. Kind of portly. Yeah. A little bit pot belly. The yeah. Mustache, but like the fancy coat. The big red coat tails. And maybe like a fancy staff or like some kind of baton. Cane, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. like a cane. Very. Used for gesture. Big into showmanship. Yeah. Yeah, 
Almost a rose type. This is a game where when you meet the villain for the first time, you're going to pretty quickly catch on that they're the villain. Yeah, it's clear a smug jerk. But they're still putting on a friendly visage at first, at least. Like, when you meet them, they're like, ho ho, nice to meet you. Why don't you pop by the circus sometime? I'm so friendly and jovial. Ho ho ho. Now I'm Santa. So is it too on the nose if this character's name is Ringo? Ringo the Ringmaster. Is that too much? Or is that exactly the right amount? I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. Let's look at some other villain names. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better place to start, I let's, think. So let's look at Rose. Chairman Rose. He has a brother called Peony. Yeah, so flower names. They've got a flower thing going. But why? Actually, I think most of the characters in Galar have flower names. Like the gym mm. leaders, I think, are all supposed to be flower names as well. What flower is Milo? Milo's Japanese name is Yaro from Yarrow, yeah, which Yarrow is, is a, flower, a okay. kind of flower, but Milo is part of the scientific name Achillea millifolium. So Milo. that's a stretch, but okay. Or rose is a flower. Guzma. It's probably a Hawaiian thing. No, nope, it's the name of a plant. <laughs> Guzmania. Pokemon just names everything after a plant. Apparently, we've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> Lysandre, which at least sounds French. His Japanese name is Fuladari from Fleur de Lis, a decorative symbol named after the French word for lily. <laughs> huh, huh. Cyrus. Cyrus. We all know Cyrus. His Japanese name Akagi. Bishopwood. It's a plant. Did the translators just miss the memo that the bad guys are all plants? Giovanni. Yeah, what's Giovanni? But his Japanese name is Sakaki. A sacred tree in Shinko. It's all plants. <laughs> Always has been. We've just had a revelation here on the show. Hey, trees have rings. Trees do have if we call him Ringo, we're just naming after tree rings. My gut wants to do something that starts with A to like flow into Astrolite Circus. Okay. I think I've got it though. Yeah. Asta. It's a plant name. It's a plant. It's a plant. Yeah, all right. And it comes from Star as well. Yeah. It ticks every box. It does tick every box. We didn't name anyone else that, did we? No, we definitely haven't used Asta. We might have used some similar sounding names. Yeah. Who were our Elite Four? Astrid. Um, we named someone Astrid. Is Asta too close to Astrid? Or is that kind of fun? Are they related? I mean, they could. Could be. What relation do you think would make sense here? She's his niece? That's kind of what I'm feeling as well. Is that a bit odd? I don't think so. No? I think we've got a lot of weird extended family stuff going on in this game with your grandma and your yeah. cousin. There's some kind of family theme going on. We haven't figured out what that is yet, but I guess there is one. Yeah. You know what? Let's lean into that. If we're having this accidental theme, let's also throw in the champion, Astrid, yeah. and her uncle, who is the big bad, and how they interact versus how you would interact with your family and how it's very, very different. Yeah. And how family doesn't necessarily mean you have to be on the same side. Also, this guy definitely has big uncle energy. He's got big uncle energy. The champion would interact with the plot anyway, so they would absolutely cross each other's paths in some fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've got to move on. Yeah. So the admins are also the performers of the Astral Six, the stars of the show. Yes. Each of them having a specific act. What are the acts we described, Alex? A magician, a clown, acrobatics, juggling, some kind of fire eater or fire juggling fire performance and then a strongman type. So we'll start with the magician. Visually, we don't have much to describe. They're circus performers wearing yeah. colours and designs that match what we've already seen from the grunts. Blue and black primarily and red. And yellow. Yellow stars. Lots of yellow yeah. stars. They're pretty colourful designs while still being very dark tones. Yeah. There are other characters who also kind of look like generic circus performers that have come up for searching Pokemon magician such as Yusin <laughs> who has the trainer class Mystery Man also, Will, the psychic type trainer of the Johto Elite Four. It's an easy aesthetic. So you take those typical aesthetics, another top hat, you know, 
the classic rabbit in the top hat kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the like white gloves, kind of more <gasps> of a suit and a cape. Gonna pull a hairball out of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like dressed nice in a suit. Yeah, in those black, blue, purple colours. Yeah. With yellow stars. Yeah, maybe like a stripy suit with cape and gloves. I, I really, I really like the gloves. That's a big magician and thing. And a wand. Me. Yeah, and he's got a like, wand. A black and white wand. Like the, the classic. The classic, not like the wooden mystical wand, but modern magic wand. Yeah. I've got a little story to do with the word magician among other similar words. Okay. That maybe it comes with the name. When I've been teaching, there's a spelling rule I've taught to help people remember how to spell a lot of words. A lot of words end with that suffix shun, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them are like T-I-O-N or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a spelling rule I taught was if it's someone's job, well, that's our friend Ian. Ian, who has many jobs. You know, <laughs> you've got electric Ian, the electrician, magic Ian, the magician. Yeah. What if his name is Ian? What if this is the magician called Ian, who's magic I'm Ian? I'm fine with that. Magic yeah. Ian, the magician? Yeah. Okay, cool. Magic Ian. The next one on the list is a clown. A clown. We had a suggestion name for a clown from the Pocket Podcast Network Discord. Dorkside on Discord suggested Admin Harlan as the clown one. Harlan, based on the word Harlequin, and also the onomatopoeia for laughter. Ha ha. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously drawing on a similar name to characters like Harley Quinn. Yeah. But this is different. It would be a very different aesthetic. Yeah. So Harlan, Harlan feels kind of ambiguous. I can see Harlan being a feminine name. Now here's what we do. Harlan is a girl, quite petite. Okay. Dresses in the traditional, ridiculously oversized clown clothes. Oh, that's fun. Like the really wide baggy trousers that are held up by suspenders. suspenders. Huge shoes, goofy wig and red nose still. Yeah. All of the physical comedy of clowns. The male grunt has Hmm. some of those aspects, but they're a lot downplayed because they're a grunt. You want to see them a lot. They're generic. Here we go way bigger, way more over the top with it. Probably slightly lighter in color as well. Yeah, and a lot lot more like active. These guys get to be slightly distinct in their colors and maybe they each have a unique accent color or something. I like that. I was thinking about that because they're all going to be a different type specialist. All right. Who's next? Acrobat. Acrobat. Okay. Like a leotard? We want someone in a leotard? Yeah. Again, it's like one of the grunts. The female grunt has got a baton for balancing so our acrobat will probably have a similar kind of thing going on. In which case it makes sense to make this one male to contrast Exactly. Again. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Clown. Maybe he's doing a handstand or something. Yeah. We give him stack it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The model exclusively moves around by cartwheeling. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't have a walking animation for this character in the game. They just cartwheel everywhere. That's really good. That's really funny. You probably don't see them moving around too much. No. But when you do, they're cartwheeling. Yeah. Ooh, cartwheel. I bet we can get a name out of cartwheel. Carter! Carter! Carter. Carter the cartwheeling acrobat. So then next is a juggler. Jugglers have been a trainer class in Pokemon in the past. Mm-hmm. With a ridiculous specific aesthetic of big spiky hair and a bandana in capes. <laughs> Less of that, I think. Yeah. Ooh, I like the unicycle. The unicycle's fun. That's another circus-y aspect. Yeah. yeah. We could give this character a unicycle and they're juggling Pokeballs. Unicycle's fun. What if, because the whole point of this is it's a talent that can be done essentially seated, what mm. if this is a character in a wheelchair? Okay. Visibly disabled character. Yeah, cool. So, I'm into that, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's a very distinct character design as Yeah. Well. He's here for money. He's not the mm. most evil, but he's not the nicest guy, this juggler. Is a guy? Because I was thinking Gus is a fun name. Okay. Why? Juggus. Juggus. <laughs> 
It's just got similar sounds. I'm fine with Gus. It's fine. It's just juggling Gus. Juggling Gus. So next up is a fire performer of some kind. Cool, cool, cool. This could be a fire dancer. This could be a fire eater. Yeah, fire breather has also been a trainer class in Pokemon in the past. That allows us to use those as people you encounter. Mm -hmm. I mean, the aesthetic on fire breather Richard is very good. It is very good. Like, the shirtless or open shirt for fire breathing is like... It makes it more dangerous. Mm. Like, if you're not completely head to toe in fireproof clothing. There's a little bit of that risk there. Mm. And I think that adds to the performance. Maybe we go with someone a bit more svelte for the role just to stand out. The clothes will be differently coloured anyway to better match yeah. Team Astro and very different hair, I think. I'm just straight up shirtless. Could be straight up shirtless. This character's got a fire name. They could just straight up be called Pyro. Yeah. That's their circusy kind of name. They've got to be like the edgier one, right? Yeah. Like We play into tropes a bit more here. Fire breather Pyro. Like Pyro? Oh, we gotta give someone a lion, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Aster. Probably, yeah. And so our last admin is a strong, quote-unquote, man. A strong man type. That's, like, what that category is called. Yeah, we gotta make a lady here, though, right? Yeah, strong lady. We're making a lady here. We're, we're making, making a, a buff lady. Buff lady! And, like, and like we're not doing, like, She-Hulk. No! Where it's just, she's strong, but she still looks slim and svelte or whatever. No, we're going more like the Encanto route. We're doing, like, Louisa, that's yeah! what I'm thinking! <laughs> I love her. Yeah, proper broad, big, buff lady. She got muscles. Ten popular and powerful girl names that means strong. Yeah. Andrea, Audrey, Brianna, Bridget, Briella, Gabriella, Matilda, Valentina, Valerie, Valeria. Bridget. Because bridges are strong. Yeah. I like Bridget. I like Bridget. I love Bridget. Bridget. Okay. All right. So we've got our six admins and our ringleader. Yes. So one of these, crucially, is going to have the role where they are purely in it for the circus aspect. They don't approve of or agree with the darker side of Team Astro. Yeah. They're essentially going to take over as a ringleader in the end game so that you can continue doing the mini games. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which character is that going to be? For what it's worth, they don't necessarily all have to be pure evil and they yeah. all have to get arrested. Many of them can still be around, but one of them takes over as ringleader, specifically. Yeah. Another thing that would be fun to sort of counter your expectations uh -huh. in regards to who is the good one, Yeah. have it be like Pyro. Okay. Like, like a guy who's like, this is clearly a jerk. This is not someone who is here for sincere reasons. And then honestly, like that, he's like the nicest guy. I, and that's all just like part of his act. Alternatively, he's kind of a jerk, but he's the kind of jerk who's not evil. Yeah, he's oh, not, that's good He's too. just not putting on a facade like the others are. Yeah. I mean, at least one of these characters starts off fully supporting what's going on and mm. learns over time. Yeah. If not most of them. We're going to want to keep most of these characters around in the post game, I think. Yeah. I think there's like one or two who are fully loyal to Asta. It's definitely Harlan. <laughs> Harlan is fully loyal to Asta. Maybe Carter? I'm thinking Harlan and Carter because they most closely resemble the grunts. Mm. Having the grunts slightly modeled after them mm -hmm. as the number twos. Yeah, so Harlan and Carter end up joining up with Asta. Pyro is a quote-unquote good guy from the start, but he acts meaner. And then Bridget... Am I just going with Louisa from Encanto if I say it feels like she should be quieter? I don't know. It's very much the vibe I was thinking, too. I think that's fine. I like it. Yeah. I love it. I want more of it. I think she is one where she puts on a big boastful act for the show. But in reality. In reality, she's quite timid. Very reserved. Yeah. So you don't really get her perspective on things. And she kind of just goes along with the team mm. because it's the right thing to do. And then Ian and Gus, I think, are fully on board with Aster at first. And over time realize, oh, he's going farther than we think is okay. And realizing, oh, this isn't right. We're hurting Pokemon or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of their roles, right? Yeah. We haven't fully planned out the various encounters with Team Astro 
character throughout the game. But yeah. we have talked about this first one where they show up at the gym. I think it's going to be mostly grunts. Actually, it was going to be mostly grunts and then Asta was going to show up and put on this big facade of being nice and being like, oh, you're going too far. Stop this, grunts. Leave now. And to be like, oh, okay, this was just some rogue members of the team. I think the first time you encounter them is just the grunts. Yeah. And then the next time there's an admin there. Yeah. So we've assigned characters to the Team Astro admins. In future, we can go through more in-game events where you encounter them. So later, we can come through and talk about what actual role they serve and where you encounter them, what actual bad guy shenanigans they get uh -huh. up to. Which means it's time for Who's That Pokemon? All right, Alex, what have you got for us today? So we've been talking a lot about Team Astro. Mm -hmm. And I think we should make a Pokemon that one of them specifically should use. Okay. And something that we are lacking in regards to... Pokemon tropes? Yeah. We don't have very many little guys. Conceptual Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon based on an idea manifest. I'm thinking Abra. I'm thinking Hatterene. Hatterene, which is based on hats. Yeah. Abra, which is based on generic psychic abilities and spoon bending when it evolves. Yeah. And I'm thinking psychic type. Yeah. The concept uh -huh. that I think would make a fun Pokemon is the stage magician. Pokemon's played around with these ideas a lot already. We talked about trainer classes that resemble them. So a magician Pokemon. Yeah, and I'm thinking psychic type. Yeah. I don't have a whole concept, but I do have those white gloves. Uh-huh. And I mentioned those earlier of <laughs> like being a magician thing that is like so iconic and that I, I really love like the aesthetic of that. Yeah. I don't know what the rest of it looks like, but I wanted to have disembodied hands. Yeah. Kind of like Haunter style. Mm -hmm. They're just like those white gloves. Just a kind of a whatever. It's just an idea. It's just a vaguely person shape, you yeah, know? but no arms, just hands. Yeah, but Magic. upright like Hattrem and Hatterene, that evolution yeah. line. Like Gardevoir, uh -huh. like Alakazam, Gothitelle, which is literally a Pokemon based on the concept of goth. Yeah, that's my whole concept, and I don't yeah. have a lot of aesthetic stuff going on. Well, I mentioned a top hat, so its head in some way should have top hat. Maybe its head is just a top hat. Ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Top hat eyes, like Cappy and Mario's wedding outfit. <laughs> I was picturing the top hat upside down. Sure, that's fine too. Something... Or like the opening of the top hat is a mouth. Or, you know, instead of having a rabbit coming out of it because of, we've already done that, flowers. Yeah, flowers, flowers coming out of the top hat. Yeah, we're not making it a grass type though. We've got enough grass types now. <laughs> They're fake flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Psychic flowers. They're an illusion of flowers. Yeah. Do you think it's pure psychic type? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. A baby that is just the hat. It's just the hat with eyes. The hat and hands. We want there to like be a hat. We want there to be gloves. At some point, it needs to have a wand. Yes. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A plastic wand. Maybe like a cape, maybe some kind of card aesthetic. Cards can be interesting. That's something I was thinking about, about Ian, was like maybe holding some cards. Yeah. Maybe there's some card patterns, mm. cards, diamonds, yeah. clovers, etc. Using the shapes of the top hat as like the main sort of shape. Yeah. I, long, cylindrical, with some kind of wide brim. Let's start with abilities before we get to the name. Sure. Because I think one ability that might work for this Pokemon is the ability Magician. Yeah. Yeah, you think? You think that might be a good one? Because it's called a, it's called magician. See, there's so many little like Pokemon things like that. Why isn't there just a magician Pokemon? So magician as an ability, it's only on five and a half Pokemon. Five Pokemon, one of which has two forms. Mm. It's the hidden ability for the Fennekin line, sure. which you know, as Delphox is a magician holding a fiery yeah. branch as a wand. I see that more of like a sorcerer. Like, oh, if if you want to make sure, the, no, like if you want to make the <laughs> distinction, like why this is something different. Mm. It's also on Klefki and both forms of Hoopa. When 
does it do? When a Pokemon with Magician hits another Pokemon with a damaging move, it will steal their held item. Can I borrow your watch, sir? Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we move on from overall aesthetic, though, like, we can totally do more of an evolution line by playing into specific stage magician acts. Okay. Sawing someone in half. Okay, so go from the hat trick to more of a rope trick to sawing someone in half. A rope trick? Yeah, you know, like where you like pull a rope or some I like, oh, like scarves. The handkerchiefs. They just keep going. I like the handkerchiefs. The handkerchiefs good. That, so that yeah, okay, so the first stage can focus on the hat. And it can just be the hat. And like they can all have a hat, but the first stage is the focus on the hat and the hat yeah. trick. Like the other stages don't have the flowers coming out, for instance. Like they're gone because it's doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So hat trick, never ending scarves. Yeah, and then like that could be more of like a whole string vibe. And that's where the gloves come in. Does it still have gloves when it's just the hat? Probably to, for the sake of doing the tricks, right? Yeah. I I think it's still got the floating hat yeah and then like just you you play into it more when it's doing the scarf stuff because it's pulling them out of the gloves and they're more of a prominent thing and then the third stage i think the hat becomes more of a box in this stage and it's like it splits oh like, like the hat becomes. oh the hat is the box yeah okay i'm specifically thinking either one of those ones where it opens it's standing upright mm -hmm. and then open it and it's like oh they've disappeared rather than the sawing and half trick do, yeah. do you know like the, the one where you put a person inside and then yeah, 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 yeah. Gone. Either that, or if the design ends up going with the hat being like sideways, then mm -hmm. then then it can kind of just like hinge apart. Alternately, mm -hmm. if I may, the top hat is now like the body essentially. Maybe it was always the body, and like there's no real head distinctly, and it's got legs mm -hmm. coming off of it, and it's longer, chopped in half at the middle. Mm -hmm. but it's got legs coming out the bottom, and the hands like floating around the top part of it still. That's fun. And it's too, sort of just yeah. floating above it. That's fun. Yeah, we'll figure something out. There's a lot of fun concepts. There. Yeah. Ooh, I think I've got a concept for a new ability for it that can be a hidden ability, and maybe. It's just magician's main ability, or maybe we'll come up with something else in a moment. But a hidden ability that could be a new ability, a really cool ability that would be actually really powerful. So you've got abilities that bring in things like weather conditions that were all introduced like the generation after those weathers. You've got abilities that bring in the terrain types, like psychic terrain and misty terrain and whatnot. Uh -huh. One area affecting move is trick room. Trick room reverses the move order within each priority bracket. And what that means is the slowest Pokemon goes first. Okay. So like if you're slower, you get a lot of competitive Pokemon teams are built around the idea of using this move and then having lots of slow Pokemon. Your opponents probably got faster Pokemon because they were planning on trying to go first mm -hmm. and now your slow Pokemon will all go before them. Because they've got lower speed, they're more likely to have higher other stats. Yeah. So an ability that brings that in in the same way as terrains and weather moves would be a really cool ability. Sure, and yeah. And very much places. It's a very psychic type thing to yeah. do as well. Pokemon... Are you thinking like it has an ability that triggers Trick Room or are you Yeah, think... I'm saying oh, okay. there's an ability that brings in the same effect just like drizzle brings in rain like okay. rain does would a similar ability that just allows a pokemon to not be affected by trick room be a valid ability uh there are a lot of abilities that mean that they're not affected by abilities in general i don't know about one that does something like Is that, that too specific probably maybe there could be an item a held item we can just go crazy right now and make a new held item as well a held item that it's some gloves it's a pair of gloves changes your speed if trick room is active yeah the trick gloves. <laughs> no, that's a really cool idea. Okay. I mean, it's tricky. It's like trick room. Sure. Yeah. Tricky gloves rather than, I think you said sure. trick gloves. Tricky. Tricky gloves. Tricky gloves. An item that changes your speed. I don't know exactly like how the technical details for that would work, but it essentially means you're unaffected by trick room. Maybe Ian gives you an idea. <laughs> I think we can leave it at just magician is the main ability and this is a hidden ability for the time being. Sure. What did you want to call this ability? Uh, oh, it's tricky because trick room already sounds like it would be the name of an ability rather than a move. 
Yeah, the ability is called switcheroo. That's also a move. Yeah, tricky. Just that, just tricky. I'm going to say we take tricky as like a placeholder for now. Okay. Unless we find something that fits a bit better. Or if anyone would like to suggest a name that could work for this ability. We need names. Yep. Why is my brain wanting to translate things into French? Hat specifically. Mm. Uh, uh, chapeau. Meshap. Medshap. Magic cap. Magishap. Magic clap. Hands. The gloves. Sure. Magic sure. Clap. Okay. Yeah. Clapo. <laughs> clap and chapeau. Why is it French though? I don't know. <laughs> I think you just came up with a great name for the French translation team for this game. Oh. Uh, it's Ian from the Kalos region. Yeah, maybe Ian's got a mustache. Because Ian's such a French name. <laughs> Why not? They have names in France. <laughs> Yes, they do. That's my point. Ian is not one of them. Why not? Okay. Showmanship. Okay. And then the word magic. Showmagic. I like how it comes in, but then write it down. It's just the word show and the word magic. I think we should try and do a name theme thing where like, we just end them all magic like that. And mm-hmm. then I think we can get away with much looser things. Yeah. Abracadabra Alakazam. Yeah, sometimes I really think we overthink these. I mean, Gen 1 names are particularly bad. Do you know um, Abra and Kadabra weren't their original? They had different names in playtesting, though. Hocus and Pocus. Right. Hocus Pocus, Alakazam. It's the same thing. What are other stage spell words? Abra Kadabra, Alakazam, Hocus Pocus, Presto Changeo. Presto Changeo. Man, why did Pokemon- Why did they already use Abra Kadabra, Alakazam? Yeah. I mean, we could do Hocus and Pocus. That's true. Hocus Show, Pocus Show. Hocus Show, Pocus Show. Magic Show. Presto. Show. We could just abbreviate that a little bit more and just have it be Pocuso, Pocuso. Using Hocus Pocus, because like they're stage magic words. Yeah, I like Presto Changeo as a word as well. Shocus. Shocus. Shocus Pocus. Shocus Prestocus. Something else, Ocus. We make it all Ocus. Clapocus. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I thought you were just saying Clapo again. We, we, yes, but also. Clapocus. Is Clapocus at the end? Because you clap at the end of the show. You clap at the end of the show. Applause. Oh, yes. So, Prestocus, Chocus, Pocus. So, it has to go Hocus and then Pocus. Those have to be. Mm. Prestocus, Chocus, Clapocus. Chocus, Prestocus, Clapocus. Chocus, Clapocus, Prestocus. The rhythm of it, I feel like it should be Chocus, Clapocus, Prestocus. Chocus feels like the first one to me. I think. Partly because it's the smallest one and that's just, it's it's small. Mm. It conveys the idea of being small, so but being Shokus, a small word. Yeah, I think. I think that's the order that's going to make us both happiest and like best satisfy the different yeah. criteria we've got. But also like I want Hocus and I wanted Hocus and Pocus to be back to back. Yeah, I mean Prestocus and Clapocus kind of both are Pocus. I guess that's true. They're all Ocus. I mean, yeah. Shocus, Prestocus, Clapocus. And now with a wave of my wand, it's time to end the show! <laughs> have talked about the team astro admins who are the baddies the bosses of each given mission they'll be doing evil things but also they'll be doing circus things and some of them aren't (laughs) as evil as others we've given names and aesthetics to both the circus ringleader slash boss of team astro as well as the various admins slash performers in the circus and then we have made a pure psychic three-stage pokemon line based on the concept of the stage magician we've got 
Shokus, Prestokus, Clapokus, based on a magician's hat and gloves and a wand and soaring in half. So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as Home Viewing, Steampunks, and our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. You can also find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. You can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Or you can come and hang out on the Pocket Podcast Network community Discord. The link is in the description below. And wherever you want to find us on the internet, send us your ideas! Yeah. We'd love to hear feedback. And sometimes we use those ideas, like Harlan the Clown! Absolutely! Thanks again to Dorkside! But until next time, gotta, gotta make, make them all! all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. So here's what you missed on Loser Like Me. A musical TV show called Glee aired for six seasons and Christina and Tanner decided to rewatch the whole thing. It's really wild. Anything goes on this show. The whole conflict is about a cheerleading coach trying to destroy a glee club. But it's also about finding your true self and being special. Well, their teacher's a cuck and I'm pretty sure his degree fell off the back of a truck. There's lots of yelling about good representation from the show and the two of us. And I don't think the writers are always sure what show they're even writing. Yeah. Tanner gets passionate about Kurt. Christina gets really upset about incorrect use of Spanish. Look, it happens. And so many interesting characters don't get the screen time they deserve. Like Tina, Ari, Mike, So if you want to hear what was going on beyond just the singing and the dancing, check out Loser Like Me. It's a podcast where we find the best parts of this show and hold nothing back talking about the worst ones. You can find us on whatever podcast provider you use. Or on Twitter at LoserLikeMePod. And And that's that's what what you missed on Glee. Glee!